again, everyone, and welcome back to a spirit-filled edition of FBS Fireside, the place where we bring men to life by bringing life to men. I'm your host, Jaworski Vance. I'm Charlie Gator in the house, excited to be here. Worldwide Willard is in the house. You always got to be special. Thank you, Worldwide Will and Talagain, for joining us again on this amazing show. We want to continue in our series talking about the importance of fathers. And Tally, man, I'm so excited for you, man. You're going to get an opportunity. You had an opportunity to take your dad out on that boat today, man. How was that? Oh, man, it was simply amazing. Matter of fact, the fact that, you know, to have my father and my son on the water uh, is amazing because it's all about bridging the gap and continuing a legacy. Amen. Amen. And speaking of which, today's show is about the most difficult job, I think, in America, which mm. is being a black father. And today, Tally, I mean, you reminded me of that by telling me that your dad actually taught you how to fish and you had an opportunity today to take him out on the boat and gave him a chance to relax. And tell us a little bit more about that. Man, I just tell you like this, you know, uh, old men see dreams, young men see vision. And I say that because that's about the legacy when my father's always had a dream about fishing. And, you know, he goes fishing, he taught me how to fish. He would always talk about that nice boat he wanted to get out on and just get to that spot. And so, you know, 20, 30 years later to be able to go down this course with him and be out on the water with him. It just kind of really brought a lot of things into perspective. And so I'm really excited about it. And I see that we have a lifelong legacy. Hey man. And speaking of which worldwide, I know you doing something special too, man, with your son uh, on the entrepreneur front. Tell us about that. Man, we're doing it right now as we speak. I got my son behind me in the Design 31 Studios. He's printing up T-shirts. Uh, he has a business called Prep Rep um, that uh, does gear for schools to represent, um, you know, represent schools on a different level. You know, not your average homecoming T-shirt. So he's back there printing, you know. I'm proud of him. And, and this is mindset right now. Hey, man, I, and I'm proud of both of you, man, especially because I know that being a black father in America is definitely probably one of the most difficult jobs. And just using those two things, you teaching uh, Dominic about entrepreneurship and Tally, you know, what your father taught you about being on the boat. Why don't we share with our listeners what makes being a black father so difficult in America, in your opinion? Well, hey, I'm going to jump right in. I mean, number one, what makes it is the fact that you you all there's always a feeling of what I would say playing catch up. Let's put it like that. Mm. Um, we're we're mm. talking generations of I know in golf, they use the word par. Uh, we have to realize that life is like a golf course in some extreme. There are certain there's just a certain amount of shots you get just to be par and one shot over one shot under, you know, is a really big difference. And the world's the same way. And I have many black fathers. Um, we've been, I mean, we've been operating over par for a lot of years. We started off shots behind. Mm, you know? Playing bogey golf, huh? Bo bogey golf. Came into it bogey. Right. We came into it bogey. And just trying to get back to par is just, you know, it, that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, what, what I experienced today shouldn't have just been the first generation of my family line, which is about four of us to be able to say that we have access to, to boating and marinas. 
that shouldn't have been. But guess what? I'm just playing par. I'm hoping that my son now can take what what's been started and he can take it even further. And so I'm just, that's one of the things that comes out to me is that black fathers are wise because we're always having to play catch up. We're just trying to get the even par. Got it. Yeah. To me, black fathers and just black men, period. Like who's supporting us? Who's lifting us up? We're under attack and still trying to raise children. Um, hopefully this is not unpopular. I'm not sure, but like say for instance, right now, big women's movement, the future is female, etc. What about the black man? I think there's a mm. fear of the black man. It's always save our black boys. They need help. But who's lifting them up? Who's uh, raising those gifted young black men to be leaders? And who's not afraid of a black man being um, in charge or in a position of leadership and want to follow that black man? I'm tired mm. of save the black man i'm ready for the uplift the black man which has to come from us because honestly i think people scared they don't want to necessarily see the black men and that strength and that talent and that that just prowess to do everything um just out there out front like that you know what i mean so i i think just it's hard because we're under attack but not lifted up, not championed. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's the hardest. That's the hardest thing. Trying to be great while under attack and not having that support. So that support has to come from other black men. And then we got to get our women to understand how we feel to do the same. You know, which Ooh. is a whole. Did I? You got. So, you about to get uh, everybody in a lot of trouble. You know what? I think this is a good time to go into that first song. <laughs> this is a good time to just go into that first song. It's a song called Anyhow by Ty Tribute. And we'll be right back here on FBS Fireside. Thanks a lot, Worldwide. Listen, we're back, and of course, like that song, anyhow, anyway, the truth is what the truth is. Hey. And, <laughs> and I just have to, I mean, worldwide, I hear you. You know, I think that's the part of also the struggle is that we, that that one line, some people can't handle the truth. Right. Mm. But, let, but let, me, let me give you a truth that we can't get away from. As of 2009, I, I'm going to update some numbers. I'm going to give you something broken right. down. I, oh, I think yeah. they was afraid to do the study sooner than this but i'm gonna put it out there anyway but back in 2009 the average salary for a black male was 26,000 compared to the white non-hispanic counterpart 36,000 and 2020 the average black family generated on average um according to uh use my my sources here but according to this website and also the survey that they did as of 2020, black families had a median household income of 41,000, whereas white families had a median household income of 70,000. Mm. Now, I'm mm. once again, I'm only stating some that that statistically just making sure you understand that the position that black fathers have to play in terms of being a provider, a, a leader to their households, we're starting at a deficit. And unfortunately, when we get on this call, Tally, Willard, Jaworski, and we're having this conversation, 
the people that we are sometimes compared to as black fathers is also on a whole nother realm. You can right. sit here and compare me to a LeBron James or Dwayne Wade in their fatherhood mm. because it's coming from a whole different basis when it comes to their lifestyle, income, and recognition. They're recognized for the ability to play a sport versus and where we're not recognized for our intellectual abilities to play the game of life and play the game of fatherhood. That's a gap that's making it harder for us as well. Yeah, I'll tell you one of the things I'm hearing, Willard was talking about this before Ty Tribute, and that's people championing, being champions for black fathers. And Tally, it sounds like to me, as long as we play in sports, we can be champion, right? Right. As long as we're doing some type of entertaining, you know, we can be the crim that a crim, right? But right. when you are, when you're trying to make a difference on the ground, boots on the ground, like we like to say, you know, and impacting young men's lives directly, you know, there's no uh, glitz and glamour to that. And so guess what? People are not running to go put on cheerleading suits. So what do we do? What do we do in the middle of a, a situation where nobody's willing to put on a, a cheerleading suit to help you? And that that makes being a father really difficult. Hey, you know what? I'm glad you said that and you're talking about, say, for instance, instance LeBron. LeBron has all these great things going on. However, the whole fatherhood aspect isn't anything that's just out front. Mm. Strong family, you know, father to his kids. Why is that not even championed in our own um, culture? Just being a father, period. Like that should be something that should be held in high esteem. Like they're holding rappers or people who are quote, quote unquote getting money because they're held in high esteem by young people. How about just simply being there for your father? I mean, being there as a father, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and there's so many things that, that like, for instance, I love Tally's um, story and, and um, experience with his father um, and his son, that's amazing, you know. No disrespect to my father. Meanwhile, I chased him on Father's Day, and he hasn't chased me back. You know what I mean? I haven't seen him in a long time. There's so many things that we we don't as a like. I miss not having a father at home. That I think culturally, we have to start getting on our our own culture and say, hey, let's all champion being fathers. Period. You know, then yeah, you go face what we're facing from um, outside of our culture. But let's just say that, man, it's awesome to be a father. And it's nothing that that's higher than that. There's nothing, no profession, no amount of money can, can take the place of how a father affects the future because you don't know who you're raising in your household. It could be the next president. It could be the next CEO. It could be the next person to raise other black men. You know what I mean? Other black people, you know, so What's what's better than that? What's more important than that? If you're not affecting the future, like what are you doing? So as as fathers, man, we we have to push each other, and and even though it's tough, keep doing things like we're doing, just shedding the light on that. You know, hats off to the fathers, man. Everybody out there that that's doing that thing as fathers, even though it's tough, man, hats off to you, and just keep on fighting the good fight. Right. That's great, man. Uh, one of the things that I, I heard, too, is that women don't typically uplift the men in our culture. Unfortunately, um, that's something that we're really going to have to work through, you know, and one of the things I'm going to take as a personal challenge is 
I want to make sure that I encourage fathers that I see doing the right thing. And I hope and pray that the listeners who are listening to this show do the same. Just take a moment in time to just uplift any man, especially men of color who have made it to this point and and just encourage them to stay on that narrow path and and take care of their children. We're going to go into another uh, song right quick, a song by Marvin Sapp. It's called Praise Him in Advance and we'll be right back here on FPS Fireside. My share of ups and downs Times when there was no one around God came and spoke these words to me Praise will confuse the enemy And we're back. You know, Jay, when I think about that song, Praise Him in Advance, I mean, I think I think that is what we're speaking of when we're talking about the struggle. Um the advance means in having more of a head start, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, God says, praise him in advance, thank him for things that is already going to be done. But that's a lot of times what happens in, in the culture, what we take for granted because um, I literally was encountering an individual and he said, man, I, I'm not going to even tell a story to you because I'm a banker that happens to be white and I have to watch applications come across my desk. And he said, I will tell you that, you know, unfortunately, there are, you know, some men of color. He was just being honest that black black men and black families have a much tougher time uh, acquiring loans and real estate, primarily because they do not have an advance. They don't have a backer. They don't have a financial backer to at least get them in the game. And so a lot of people are just starting from scratch. And once again, mm-hmm. that part. And I'm saying that not is this. I mean, I'm on the economic tip, but I'm also saying realistically that the measures of black fatherhood is often kind of put into a box of his ability to provide when really he's always providing from a deficit. And that mm-hmm. is something that I am, um, you know, I'm kind of big on now just trying to empower families to say, hey, recognize where you're at and let's see if we can at least get you one shot you know, under par, you know what I mean? No more over par stuff, no more bogeys. Let me ask this question then, based off what you said, what, when you say providing from a deficit, what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, was, what kind of deficit and are, are we making, are we just making excuses for yeah. our inability to achieve or is there a legitimate deficit we're operating out of? I hate that. I think what Tally is, is alluding to is like we don't know the rules of engagement collectively. We don't know the rules of engagement in terms of building credit, acquiring wealth, uh, assets, uh, net worth. These are things that are foreign to those who are just trying to survive on a daily basis. If you got a last key kid that that mom is is working two jobs um, or two shifts. And, and you got siblings at home, you know, you're just surviving. You're just living. Um, you don't know how the world works. And I think mm. a lot of times there are the those who do learn. I think that they don't necessarily reach back and teach the others how to acquire wealth, what acquiring wealth means. You know what I mean? So we don't know the rules of engagement. And when it's almost like starting the game down 40. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk basketball because I'm a basketball guy. So you're down 40 and um, it's kind of tough to, to come back unless you just don't miss. So 
And mm. that's it. Like you got to do everything perfectly. You got to walk in this straight line to even get back into contention for for being in the game. So rules of engagement, how things work, those are the most important things. Like right now, I'm 45 and I'm just learning um, how um, home ownership can create generational wealth, acquiring land and property and things of that nature. You know, uh, how to say, for instance, if you have a, a car note, you pay every um, two weeks versus once a month, how they can boost your credit score, these little rules of engagement and things of that nature. Like we should be teaching our kids this very early in the game. So we can kind of, we can kind of, you know, hit a couple three pointers here and there to kind of, you know, get out of that hole since we're down by so much. And it's very real. And it's very hard to explain to someone who has not faced what we face, mm. how real it is. But let's continue to try so people can understand. But also, man, we got to do it ourselves. Right. That's good, man. Hey, guys, I really appreciate y'all for shedding light on this situation. Um, Obviously, we're not going to be able to unpack this in one show. So what I like to see is us revisit this next week with some more details for those of us who can't really understand where we're coming from. We can provide some slightly different perspectives that will, you know, shed more light on you know, the subject of the hardest job in America, and that is being a black father who is operating from a deficit uh, to try to keep up with the pace that's been set in 2021 and the years to come. So, guys, thank you all so much for the time you shared. Uh, Willard, Worldwide Willard and Talking Tally, uh, will one of you please close us out in prayer? Yeah, Father God, we just thank you for the day. Well, we just thank you right now for health, wealth, and success. We thank you right now for um, just giving us a platform to speak freely about the, uh, the challenges of fatherhood. Lord, be with us as we we try to become the best fathers we can be and enlighten those and encourage those out there that are trying to do the same. Your son, Jesus' name, we pray and trust. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for joining us on FBS Fireside. We'll see you next week. There's no darkness in There's no question in your mind, God, oh my.